Welcome to the HHN Network. I'm your host, Ms. Herndon. To recap the week of May 7th to May 11th, um, we have finished our park test. So everyone is extremely happy to be finally done with that. I believe all makeups have been completed as well. Doesn't mean that we don't have testing coming up, more testing. The only thing we have left are Map M and Map R. We will have Map M the morning of May 17th and Map R the morning of May 22nd. And then I, I can't think of anything else that they're going to be tested on uh, for the rest of the year. So thank goodness for that. Um, coming up next week, the patrol picnic will be on Tuesday, May 15th. Today was the last day to uh, turn in the permission slips. Um, and I also like to just thank everybody for making me feel so loved around here this week. It's Teacher Appreciation Week, and I, I can't, uh, oh my goodness, I am so overwhelmed by all the wonderful gifts and cards that I've gotten. The gift baskets with the vegetables and fruit in it was so thoughtful because I have been trying to eat better this week. Um, the the gift basket with the, the gift cards and the popcorn and and oh my goodness, all the treats uh, and especially the the birthday gift and balloons because my birthday is this weekend. I can't thank you enough for thinking of me this week and really going above and beyond to <laughs> I, I just feel, I don't even know what to say. I'm speechless. So thank you so much for all of that. Coming up on the HHN Network, we will have some segments on reading where students are going to summarize what their, their reading group book is about so far. Um, we're also going to have a little math segment um, for compacted math. I'll try to get to the other to the fifth grade math classes uh, next week. That, that's on my to-do list. Um, we are also going to be starting a stock market project next week where students are gonna pick a company to uh, quote unquote invest in and uh, keep track of their results for the next few weeks. Um, Towards the end of this podcast, there will also be a couple game shows. I know this this podcast, this episode is going to be a little bit longer than the others, but I try to put what we learned this week at towards the beginning of it in case you don't have time to listen to the entire thing. I will say the Can't Beat Herndon was kind of funny this week. It's, I'm not going to lie. Um, and I find I might have actually won uh, this week. Thank goodness. Another thing that we learned this week that I didn't get a chance for a student to talk about was we talked about uh, fraud and how to um, protect your identity and don't share your social social security number with anybody and and all of that because apparently that's a problem for with fifth graders. I don't know why they put it in the curriculum, but it's I guess it's never too early to under to know how to protect your identity. Um, we've also been continuing on our, our career research. I'm hoping to get started on the writing next week. Uh, that's all for me for now, but uh, I hope you enjoy this episode.
Hello, I'm Romina from the HHN, Herndon Homeroom News. I'm here to report your world news. I would also like to give a thanks to Kyla for editing the script. At a time when every tech company is desperate to avoid news that third parties got their hands on, used user data without their knowledge, Apple is reportedly cracking down app developers who have been transmit, transmitting users locations without their consent. The practice has long been a part of Apple's guidelines, but apparently wasn't being properly enforced. This whole section has expanded over the years, but existed in some way going as far back as 2014. Apple's app review process is known as being relatively strict in comparison to its competitors. In the past, it has removed apps for violations as small as including the word free in their name and using Apple's custom emojis without permission. Transmitting location data to a third party without a user's permission is a very big deal. And it's more than surprising that these apps have been getting through the review process at all. Now news from Hawaii. Devastation in Hawaii. Kilauea, a volcano on Hawaii's biggest island, began erupting last week, breaking grants and affecting the life on Hawaii's biggest island, Pauahu. Oahu, destroying homes, releasing toxic gases, and prompting many earthquakes, shooting lava everywhere. It's said that the lava has risen higher than the tip of the Statue of Liberty. Many people had to evacuate and left <coughs> many belongings behind. Now we have earthquake jolts wide swath of Southern California. When California woke up on Tuesday, May 8th, Many people felt the ground shaking. It is six miles south of southeast of San Gornoio. There were no reported injuries, but people are still worried it will happen again, and it may be worse, and might lead to destruction. For our last topic, we have Uber and their flying taxis. Uber wants to rule the skies, many people say, with flying taxis. Garrett Camp and Travis Kalanick hoping in the future that they will be the first to introduce the flying taxis. Adding on to this, the inventor of Amazon, Jeff Bezos, and Tesla CEO, Elon Musk, said that they might have launched a rocket into space with visitors. People can go inside the rocket and experience space. However, this price the price to do this is over $1 million. Most people cannot for this. In my opinion, this is a reasonable price for that, but some people disagree. Well, thank you for listening to World News with me, Romina, broadcasting on the HHN. Um, hi, my name is Maria, and I'm going to talk about what book I'm reading um, in Reading Group and what it's about. I'm reading When You Reach Me, and it's about a girl called Miranda, and um, she's it's a fantasy book, but we don't know yet why it's fantasy. Um, so far, she's going to school, and um, she she has a she had a best friend um, called Sal, and um, she lost him, and she said that that was the biggest mistake of her life. And, and then she explains what what happened, and then she realizes that the boy that punched her him um, goes to a school. And after Sal got punched, Sal just stopped talking to her and ignored her. And meanwhile, that's happening. Her mom's also going practicing to be a participant in the $20,000 pyramid. And she's helping her practice. When does this take place? Um, This takes place in 1979. So that was a real game show with, like, Dick Clark. Um, And Miranda seems to be having this conversation with somebody 
throughout the book, trying to recap these events and remember exactly where things went wrong. Do we know who she's talking to yet? No, we don't. So that there's a little bit of mystery there, along with, uh, you know, exactly what is fantasy about this. Awesome. Thank you. Oh. Um, I'm Zoe, and I'm here to talk about the Phantom Tollbooth. It is about a boy named Milo who never gets excited about every, anything and is always bored. And then one day, a package comes to his door, and it's a toll booth. Then he goes through it, and he arrives in this crazy land where he discovers edible words, a spelling bee, a dog named Hawk, doldrums, the weatherman, um, and selling words, and tons of other crazy things where he goes on adventures learning about the importance of words and knowledge and how you use everything, and yes. Great, Zoe. Thank you. Hello, people. Uh, Today, I'm going to, like, kind of summarize the book, uh, Masterpiece, like, what happened so far. So, it's about, like, beetles, and they can talk to each other, and one of them is Marvin. He's, like, the main character. And so, uh, he, like, and they live in a real family's apartment. But, like, they don't want the people to see them because they might, like, call the piss control or something like that then. And then, uh, so he, so it's one of the people, real people's birthday. And then he wants to make a present. And the guy that, whose birthday it is, he got, like, an ink and a pen for his birthday. And um, he actually just wants to give him a penny because that's like the best thing he has. And then he goes there and he sees the ink and the thing and the pen and like he dips his front legs into the into the uh, ink and he draws a picture of the scene outside and then like the boy finds him whose birthday it is and he's like really astonished because of the picture. And then, uh, uh, he, like, goes back. So the beetle goes back to his home, which is inside the apartment of the real people. And then, um, uh. And who, who does the dad think that did the painting? Oh, uh, the dad of the guy that's birthday it is, um, thinks that he did it, like, the boy whose birthday it is did the painting and then he likes it because like the dad wants to be an artist or maybe he is an artist i'm not sure so yeah and then this might present a problem don't you think yeah yeah because then he thought like the beetle the beetle's family people they say that they have to get the picture away because then the parents of the boy might find out about it like that they have beetles and they might call the pest control and then like so the real people they like go to church and then they try to get the picture away but then they come back and um they have to hide and they can't get the picture to uh like their 
house inside the house of the real people. And then uh, I'm not sure what happens next because I didn't read. Okay. Thank you, Ingmar. I was just reading the book Sappy. It's about this girl who, in her family, there are things called savvies, which they get when they turn 13, which are special powers that they they use, and it's her 13th birthday, and she's she knows what her savvy is, but it hasn't been revealed yet, and and she has two brothers, and her her dad got in a car accident, and um and hasn't woken up since, and so she thinks she, she can use her savvy to wake her dad up. All right, thank you, Wiley. Hey, this is Kyla from the HWA, otherwise known as the Herndon Weather Association, reporting to you this week's average. This week's average is pretty hot, about 85 degrees, and averaging to about 64% in precipitation. Sunday is the warmest day this week, reaching up to 88 degrees, but there may be some nightly sun- thunderstorms with a precipitation of 60%. Overall, it should be pretty warm this week, but there will be lots of rain. It is Friday at exactly 1.56, and there is currently... One month, four days, 10 hours, three minutes, and 25 seconds left of school. Thanks for listening. Once again, this is Kyla from the HWA, over and out. We have Logan and Charlie here from the Compacted Math Class talking about what they have learned today. Hopefully they've learned something. We have learned how to calculate the surface area of three-dimensional shapes. Math is awesome! Awesome. Now, Logan, is there anything you would like to add? Math for the win! Identifying shapes. Identifying shapes? Yes. Yeah. Be more specific. Yeah. Identifying um, triangles, pyramids, squares, rectangles, rectangles, cubes, hexagons, hexagonal pyramids, triangular pyramids, square pyramids. So basically, this is like geometry. Yes. Thank you very much. Are you also learning how to calculate volume? I think so. What is the formula for volume of a rectangular prism or cube? L times W times H. Length times width times height? Or that. Thank you. Welcome to Disputed. Here we have Milo, Renat, and Carter. Me. Okay. Um, anyway, we're going to talk about the Baker Mayfield pick first overall in the 2018 NFL draft, drafted by the Browns. Was it a good pick? Milo, what is your intake on this? I think it was not a good pick. I think they could have used it on a much better player. He's going to be the next um, Johnny Manziel. Like, he's going to get in a ton of trouble. He's not going to be worth it. Renat, what do you feel about this pick? I feel like there's some ups and downs to the pick because Baker Mayfield is a very good quarterback, but his outside the NFL is not very good. Well, I agree that he was a good pick and disagree because, well, the argument when people say that he was not a good pick is his off-the-field troubles. He's been known 
I think he's yeah. I agree. I would agree with Milo that he is the next Johnny Manziel because he is very good on the field, but off the field, okay, just no. He's not a good, not a good person. Sorry, but I would agree that it's a good pick by his performance on the field, of course. And I'm gonna give the microphone or not. <laughs> well, Johnny Manziel wasn't the greatest quarterback ever on the field. He was pretty trash. I would disagree, but okay. And then to cap it off, we have a joke for you. Um, so Johnny Manziel and Josh Gordon are in a car together. Who's driving the car? A cop. That was our episode of Disputed. Thank you for listening, and we will enjoy hearing back from you on a further date. We have Bobby and Oliver here, and Oliver is going to be asking Bobby some questions. Hello, Bobby. Hi. What is your favorite food? I like pizza. Okay. What is your favorite animal? I like alligators. What's your favorite book? Um, Babelhaven. What is your favorite movie? I like the Angry Birds movie. What is your favorite show? I like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What is your favorite song? I don't know yet. What is your favorite color? I like teal. What is your favorite sport? I like soccer. What is your favorite video game? I like pixel art. And what is your favorite meme? Say Colorado, I'm a draft. Goodbye. All right, thank you, Bobby and Oliver. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Can't Can Beat Herndon. Today, we are here with our sports fans, Sophie and Olivia. Hi. And, of course, our lovely Miss Herndon. These are your hosts, Kyla and Maria. And the category this week is sports. Let's start off with our contestants, Sophie and Olivia. Oh. Who won the 2014 FIFA World Cup? Uh, I... Ten seconds. Germany. That is correct. One point for Sophie and Olivia. Now for Miss Herndon. Your next question is, who has won 73 games in golf? Jack Nicholas. That is correct. The scoreboard is one to one, and we are going next. Now, Sophia and Olivia, who has won? Who was the first woman to play professional soccer? 
Yeah, like ever or five. Ten seconds. Mia Ham. That is correct. It is? Yes. <laughs> okay. The scoreboard is one to two. Two being Sophia and Olivia. Now let's keep going. Now for Miss Herndon. Which country invented golf? Scotland. That's correct. Now all the points have been taken, so it's two to two. Sophia and Olivia, your question is, which country invented soccer? Brazil? I'm sorry, the answer was Britain or England. Who banned golf? Who first banned golf for a short period of time? I'm sorry, I don't understand the question. Uh, who, who was the first person to ban golf for archery? Miss <laughs> Hernan has a very puzzled look on her face. Well, that, that question doesn't really... Who first banned golf? Ten seconds. In the United States? Robin Hood. Robin no. Hood. Robin Hood? <laughs> King Richard? I don't know what no. you're The answer is not Robin Hood. The answer is James the Third. I would have never gotten that. Okay. Where was the first FIFA Cup held in or when was it? Oh I know it. Wait, both two questions? No, you can answer one. Uh can say it again. <laughs> Where was the first FIFA Cup held or when was it? Where or when <laughs> Say the question again. Oh my god. When was when where was the first FIFA Cup held or when was it? Like the first year. Um Brazil? That is incorrect. It's Uruguay. Uruguay. Uh, Uruguay. Yeah, Uruguay. No, I didn't know how to say it in Spanish. She didn't know how to say it. It's Spanish. Yeah. Okay. So, for Miss Herndon, what team was Michael Jordan on? Chicago Bulls. <laughs> That's correct. Now for the final round. Reminder, whoever wins this gets three whole points. Wow, what? But they have a limit of 15 seconds. Okay, let's jump right in. When was the first Masters played? 15, 14, 13. It's on my shirt. Um, <laughs> 1937. Okay, now for Miss Herndon's answer. 1738. Um, uh, it's on the back of this master shirt that I got at the Masters this year. <laughs> but I don't look at the back of the shirt. Nin 1932. Oh, I'm sorry. The correct answer was 1934. You, you both. Win. Yes, you do. Thank goodness. You no, both. Both of you were incorrect, you but so bar. congrats, Miss Herndon wins for the first time. She <laughs> 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 uh, Anyway, once again, this is Maria. 
and Kyla from Camp Beat Herndon. Welcome to Herndon Feud, and here's your host, Milo. Welcome to Herndon Feud. Today we have Renat and Nicola versus Kyla and Maria. Um, basically how it works is we're going to list something, and you have to fill in, find the answer to the question. There are five answers for, there are two questions, and there are five answers for each question. And so one partner will go. And then you have to high five your other partner. Whoever does it first gives an answer. And then if the if one team gets it wrong, the other team guesses. And then you switch who's guessing. Okay. Okay. Both both contestants. Okay. So our first question is: You have to guess what is the most hated food in America. Okay, partners. Who wants to go first? Um. No. 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 Which partner is guessing first? She will, and I guess we're not. You can. Uh, both partners, hold up your hand up, and we'll, the other part, the partner who's not guessing, and then if you think you have the answer, high five your partner. Ready? Okay. Ready, set, go. Wrong. That is not on the list. Um, vegetables. It's. It has to be specific. Okay. Um, asparagus. No. Okay, next partner is guessing. Okay, ready? Okay, go. Okay, what's your guess? <laughs> Broccoli. No. Eggplant? No. Oh my gosh. Okay, it, it, let me give you a hint. It is a vegetable, it is round. Ready? Three, two, one. Okay, what is your answer? What is your answer? Potato? No. That was our guess. Oh my gosh. Guess another one. Guess another one. Okay. Okay, what's your guess? Cabbage. No. Oh no, that is not correct. Squash? No. Um, Tomatoes? No, that is a fruit. Okay. What's a fruit? Brussels sprout. That is correct. That is correct. 500 points to Kyler and Maria. We'll just do one question, Gavin. Okay. Okay, now keep trying to guess. The next one makes your breath smell bad. Oh. Ready? Three, two, one. Onions. No, garlic. 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 Wait, what's your final guess? Garlic. Garlic is. That wasn't the same. What is your final guess? Garlic. She said onion. Garlic is. No, she said onion. She said onion. You guys said onions, so no, you guys said onions. Yeah, you guys gave me half a point for that. You guys don't get it. Okay, what's your guess? Garlic. That is correct. It is 500 to 400. Now, the third thing is something you dip things in. Ready? And it has to be specific. Ready? Three, two, one, go. Wait, so you're saying you what dip things it? into it. Oh, um, chips. No. no. Um, this is what fondue. Correct. It is fondue. The score is 700. The score is 700 to 500. The next one is. The next one is an imitation meat, you could call it. Tofu. 
tofu is correct. It is 900 to 500. And the last one is a vegetable that is long and thin. Asparagus. Asparagus. No. Cucumber. No. Carrot. No. It is green. Oh, green beans. No. It's long, thin, curves a little bit. Hey, I can't tell them. I just have an idea. No, it's okay. not it. That's not it. Um, you, you got to. Um, it's light green, like about that big. Um, it's about like five inches. No, it is about like six centimeters long. It is similar to rhubarb. Celery, celery, broccoli. No. Celery? Celery is correct. No, it's not. No, it doesn't. Okay, the winners are Vinat and Nicola by a score of 800 to 500. That was Herndon Feud signing out. Yep. Signing out from Herndon Feud. Harambe. <laughs> these these are probably like the outtakes of our podcast. I hope you uh, didn't get too much of a headache. Thank you very much. That's all for now. Thank you for listening to the HHN Network. And always remember to dib, dib, dib and all that rot. Do your best.